Previously on Algoa FM. Jill Foley, welcome back. Do you ever leave the studios these days? Oh, apparently not, Charles. <laughs> Thanks for having me again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, just to give some context, two Sundays ago, um, there was a lady who we had a chat with. Yes. Um, and that was Renell Gower, yes. who is a specialist plastic surgeon dealing primarily with cancer-related plastic surgeries. Yes. Okay? And last week, we had a catch-up chat with Dr. Kathy Walton, who is an oncologist with an unusual um, amount of empathy, much the same as is, is the case with um, Ronell. Yes, very much uh, so. Yeah. They're two people that you know particularly well, because I suppose, in part... They're the reason you're still sitting here. Very much so. Okay. They're my army. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're the generals. Yes, um, yes. There's a lot of foot soldiers. I count myself as, as proud to be one of the foot soldiers in, in uh, Warrior Lady Jill's uh, battle with cancer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last year when you were sitting with me, your family was in studio with, with us as well. Yes. Um, and you looked a lot different. To I how, did. how you look now. Yeah. And... The, the one thing that is the same is 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 your shining spirit. <laughs> um, the one thing that's not the same is you have hair. Yes. You're not red and puffy. And I'm a lot thinner than I was last oh, yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I have new body parts. <laughs> yes. Uh, so l- let's talk about what has happened in the last year. Because as, as we've said, all, all of us have lost someone. All of us know yeah. someone fighting now. Um, and... All of us know someone who has beaten the big C. Yes. Um, very few people care for those large number of people who are, are walking their cancer battle, so yeah. we shone some light on them. And the most obvious person for, for me to talk to now is you for several reasons. Um, you're somebody that I'm in touch with constantly because we work one floor apart. Yeah. Um, you're well-spoken. Um, um, <laughs> well, you'd have, you, you'd have to be. Um <laughs> And uh, you you have been a, a great example of the highs sometimes of this 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 battle. Yeah. But boy, have there been some lows. Yes. And they have. some of those worst lows we didn't ever think would be saved for the last year. Yeah. So when we spoke to you a year ago, where were we? I had just had a bilateral mastectomy, right. which is I had both breasts removed and I had implants put in. Yes. Um, The day before, uh, the day that I spoke to you, I was going to go back to work the next day, come back to work, and I was going to go and find out what my course of treatment would be going forward. Um, Because like I said last time, the chemo affected my heart, so I couldn't carry on with the uh, course of treatment that they had planned for me to go on to. In other words, you got less chemo than you were supposed to. Yeah. Okay. With the appropriate concerns then with how that would affect your... My heart. Well, and, and recovery from, yes. from the cancer that you're, yes. you're trying to get rid of. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it was decided I would go onto a hormone blocker called letrozole, which because my cancer is hormone driven, so this tablet actually blocks the estrogen because estrogen, my estrogen feeds the cancer. Yeah. So I'm on this letrozole for probably in the next five to ten years which in itself has all its own little side effects, joint aches, body aches, headaches, 
tiredness. But hey, we cope with that. Six months I, of chemo, I, I can do this. True, yeah. I suppose, yes. yeah. And I came back to work. Yeah. Yeah. So all was well. Um, all was well. And then, but the left incision wouldn't heal. Okay. So that was because my skin on the left-hand side was compromised because I'd had radiation previously. Um, so the skin was weaker than on the right-hand side. So the incision wouldn't heal, and then I picked up an infection, and then I got what is called a seroma. Right. What is that? A seroma is when your body detects that there's a, there's a gap now in your body, and it tries to fill it with liquid right? because of the surgery and all of that. So it's basically, it, it's liquid that's, that's filling up in that gap, and it needs to be drained. So that's what I had. That's also one of the side effects of having this type of surgery. Right. Yeah. So that, that implant had to be removed, right? Or yes. So okay. in November, I actually had to have the implant removed um, because the, it wouldn't heal. Um, so what Dr. Gower did was she went back in, took the implant out, washed the cavity, put a new implant in under the muscle. Right. Hoping that the muscle would then help support the skin. And closed me up, and we hoped for the best. Right. Then come December, this incision still wouldn't heal. And despite trying everything, I mean, we tried everything. I was in Dr. Gower's rooms basically every second day, having my dressings changed, that sort of thing. Um, and then it still it got infected again. And this time the infection was a lot worse than the first time. Um, uh, what, what is the accompanying thought to that? Surely it's like so close. Yes. And now this. Is, yeah. is, is that the thought? It, it oh, actually come became on. very frustrating because it was, what more do we need to do? <laughs> I mean, we're doing everything we can to fight this thing. We're doing everything right. Yes. And, and somehow still not winning. Yeah. And I think if we just pause there for a second, that might be a a part of of the cancer journey that surely almost everyone arrives at. Yes. Um, everybody has their limits, right? Uh, yeah. And so you we're, can. We're only glad we be, haven't reached yours yet. You <laughs> can only be brave for so long, and then you know you just need one little thing to kind Set of you knock off. you down. Yeah. yeah. So then, Doctor Gower, uh, one weekend I was just so sick. Mm. I had a temperature. I had flu symptoms, and in, in my heart, I knew something wasn't right. Hmm. Um, but I thought, you know, my positive attitude, this season, just the flu, it's because I've been going through all of this, it'll go away. Then Monday morning, I went, I was in Dr. Gower's rooms at like nine o'clock, and I said, please, something is not right, but just have a look. And she took one look and said, this implant has to come out. A second time? Yeah. Because this is an infection and it's much, it's much stronger than the last infection. Right. It needs to come out today. Okay. So we're at the point where a diagnosis is made, a bilateral mastectomy is recommended and performed. Yeah. Immediately two implants are put in. Yes. One gets replaced. The same one gets removed again. Yes. Right? But not replaced this time. No. So It was just a removal Yes. To heal. She said it's best to, to just leave it flat. And she removed all the damaged skin because that skin was so compromised. There was nothing anybody could do. 
Um, so she closed it up again and we left it flat because she said it's best to give my body a chance to recover because after everything that it had been through, obviously this was now just too much. So we, she said we'll just leave it until next year um, for about six months and we see what happens then, give the body a chance to heal mentally, physically, recover from everything and then we'll do it again. Can I ask you honestly, well, I'm sure you've never not been honest, you, when you looked at at that, what went through your mind? It 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 can't have been it can't have been nice. No, it wasn't. Do, do, do you was, do you feel a little defeated? Do yeah. You, do you ask the question? Uh, what more? Uh, yeah, and and is is there more hope? Because we've now tried basically three times. Yes. And we're not really getting there. Yeah. Um. Is, uh, is this it? Yeah. I, you know, I said to Dr. Gower, I must be like the worst patient you've ever had. <laughs> I, I must be a case study for you because everything that could possibly go wrong has gone wrong, you know. Okay. Um, so I must admit that was like the low point for me. Um, I remember lying outside the theater waiting to go in. Um, and she came and said to me, how are you doing? And are you all right? And all and that, that was it. I lost it. Sure. I just had my pity party. Yeah, you've held on. For so long, yeah, so hard, yeah, and we had done so much, yeah. yes. So th- I had my pity party, I must admit. And, and I, I said, don't you think know there's what? a person alive who could begrudge you that. No, <laughs> uh, and and for her, I mean, any other surgeon would have just said, "Oh well, you know what? Just pull yourself to yourself. This is what we need to do. We've got to do it. Move on." But she stood there with me for at least ten minutes, explaining to me medically why it was the right thing to do. Because she said to me, if we had waited another 24 hours, I would have been in septic shock. Yo, that's how bad it was. The that's numbers, not easy to come back from. The infection numbers were climbing. Yeah, the markers. So yeah. if it wasn't for her, I mean, standing there, being with me and explaining it to me, because by the time I went into theater, I was like, you know what? I've done six months of chemo. This is just a little wobble in the road. <laughs> you know, right. I can do this. Cool. So, um, after a, a period of, of healing, not only physically, hopefully, um, yeah. what, what was the next step? So then um, we had a little little uh, minor surgery coming up that I had to have my ovaries and my my um, tubes removed. Okay. Um, because the being positive for the BRCA gene, um, there's a risk of ovarian cancer. Yeah. So I had to have my ovaries and my tubes removed as a preventative measure. Okay. But that out of all the surgeries I've been through, that was the easiest one because it was done laparoscopically. Yeah. So they just cut little little incisions and then they do it like that. Yeah. So I was in and out of day hospital and it was done. Right. Yeah. Then on to um, back to two boobs. Yes. Yeah, so surgery date was set for 12th of June and I went in. Surgery was done. Came out. Got two boobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and so that was June. We're now in October. Yes. Um, and in just a few days from now, you and I will be um, walking. Yes, again. In, uh, yes, again. Yeah. And this is, the, this is an even bigger celebration this time around. Yeah. yeah. That, that being said, for the sake of reality, you, you, you did say to me something that I, I wondered about. Where you are now is technically not remission. 
No. What, what, what was the, the, the term that gets used? I'm now in what is called survivorship. Right. So in remission is, which I actually never knew going into this, technically remission only starts at five years. Right. You've got to be five years clear, no evidence of disease. Right. Five years and then you in remission. Okay. So I am now no evidence of disease and I'm in survivorship. Okay. Yeah. So you are up for the relevant tests at regular intervals yes. for up for five years? Yeah. Um, well, last time I got to four years, so let's hoping I yeah, <laughs> cross the line this time. Yeah, you've had enough attention now. Um, can yeah, you can maybe we move on? Yeah, can, can, can we do some other stuff? <laughs> Open a Chinese restaurant, yeah. uh, for instance. Let let that be the story for for twenty twenty four. Yes. Um, right. Well done. Thank you. Um, well but, uh, done. Uh, yes. Even even with an army of supporters, I I can only think to myself. There must have been some desperately dark, lonely, lonely yeah. moments. It's you're supported by many, yes. but it's only happening to you. Yeah, it's your disease. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and survivorship is not easy because um, you know no. a lot of people they they think okay you finished active too. <laughs> you finished active treatment which was my my cancerversary, um, which was on the third of September. Right. When, oh, sorry, not the third. It was the seventh of September. I finished active treatment, so that was my one-year cancerversary. Okay. But a lot of people think, okay, you finished active treatment, you've done your chemo, you've done all of your surgeries, now you're fine. Life returns to normal. Yeah, not really. So people actually stop thinking. They stop asking you like, how are you doing? You know that sort of thing because they kind of like leave you alone now because your life is back to normal. But I am not the same person that I was. In March 2022, I I'm not the same that. person that um, today that I was then, because this looking at facing your own mortality changes you. It really does. It does. Um, in as much as I'm positive and you know, and I've had all these amazing people supporting me, at the end of the day, I'm not the same person that I was. You can't be. No, uh, and I hope on on some level that. The bit that's not changed for the better yeah. is smaller than the part yes. that has changed for the better because that's the only way we could have hope, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, definitely. Facing your own mortality teaches you to appreciate life so much more. Very you much You know, so. it's the small things. Mm. Being able to celebrate my wedding anniversary. Mm. Um, last year or even at the beginning of this whole journey, the thought of face, having celebrating my anniversary was it became a big deal because there it, was, it, it was I could uncertain. not be here. Yeah, I didn't know if uncertain. I was going to be here for that. You know, my kid, my son graduating. I postponed chemo by a day or two so that I could go to his graduation. Huh. I was bald, but I was there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Those it's the, the small things in life that become big things. Yeah, you've you've been a great source of of hope and inspiration to your coworkers and your fellow warriors um, yeah. by proxy. I hope so. <laughs> um, which is why I'd, I've wanted more people to hear your story because it's it's real, it's yeah. raw, um, and it's it's been well told. I hope. Yeah. Um, well done so far. Yeah, well, thank you, Shaw. 
and um, we'll put on the tackies and yes. my mommy darling will drag me around for the 23rd time. Yes, <laughs> we will do that. I've, I've missed two of them, if, if my calculations yeah, are correct. Yeah. Um, and as you're listening to this, please do join us for the 25th Algoa FM Big Walk for Cancer, powered by Isuzu. Jill Forley, the executive PA to our MD, Alfie J. Well done again, um, warrior woman. Thank you, Shaw. We're in <laughs> awe. Thanks. Your digital library experience. Podcasts from algoafm.co.za.